Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So as I'm sure you guys all know, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is in the middle of his impeachment trial because of years of alleged criminal and unethical behavior. He was recently suspended and now the members of the state, um, they or the state Senate, I should say, will decide if he should be permanently removed as the Attorney General. To say it's not going great for him would be an understatement, but I, I wanna point out some of these witnesses testifying against him are also vile people. So just because they're doing the right thing in this one instance, it doesn't make them a good person. Um, so for example, the first witness who testified against him was attorney Jeff Mateer. Mateer resigned as Paxton's top deputy after he contacted the FBI with concerns about what was what was going on and uh, Paxton's improper relationship with a real estate investor named Nate Paul. Nate Paul, who I've mentioned before, he is under investigation or was under investigation. Um, he has since been indicted himself. And Mateer, like I said, he's not a great guy. He is said to have been passed over for a federal judgeship because he said that transgender children are part of, quote, Satan's plan. Another former Paxton employee who testified against him was a staff member named Mark Penley. Penley told the Senate that Paxton ordered him and others in the AG's office to investigate federal agents. And they say Paxton gave this order on behalf of his real estate investor friend after the FBI raided Paul's home. And Paxton claimed, oh, you know, there's law enforcement misconduct going on. But Penley said that the request was, quote, insane and crazy. And he said that he and other staff members, quote, saw no merit to the complaint. We saw no state interest. We saw no evidence of a state crime violation. And when the uh, prosecution, I guess you could call them, asked why he believed this, why he felt that the request was inappropriate, Penley said, quote, the idea that the state of Texas Attorney General's office would go investigate the federal courthouse, investigate federal agents, and also state agents that were task force officers on the raid, and those were agents from the DPS and the State Securities Board, that we would investigate a federal magistrate judge and federal prosecutors was insane. And apparently, Penley had warned Paxton that it was, quote, a very dangerous investigation for him to continue. Um, he said, you know, given your relationship with Nate Paul, with this guy who's a friend and a donor, and then Penley warned him, this could be viewed as bribery. This could lead to criminal charges against you. And he begged Paxton to back off. Well, prior to Penley's testimony, there was another whistleblower, another former Attorney General staff member named David Maxwell, who gave very similar testimony. Maxwell testified that he also tried to warn Paxton against investigating the feds on behalf of this friend. Um, so Paxton's affair was also brought up. You guys might remember he had an affair with a woman. He was using a fake name for an Uber account and all this stuff. So it came up um, during his former chief of staff's testimony 
about how she first discovered the affair. She said that Paxton confessed to it. He actually confessed to his entire office. And the chief of staff told the senators in this impeachment inquiry that she also warned Paxton that his affair could make him a target of bribery. It would make him vulnerable to bribery. And now the affair is relevant because Nate Paul, this real estate guy, gave Paxton's mistress a job at Paxton's request so that she could be closer to him, so she could move closer. And the witness, the, the former chief of staff, testified that Paxson's staff became really uncomfortable. She said morale plunged because they were having to lie to Paxton's wife. She would call looking for him and they would have to lie to her about where he was. And Paxton's wife was sitting there. She, she is a state senator. So she was present and she had to sit and listen to all of this testimony. And the chief of staff said in her testimony that Paxton brought his wife in at one point, admitted to the whole office that he was having this affair, apologized, you know, acted like he was showing contrition, like he had remorse. And then he later admitted he was still carrying on the affair. And while his wife was there, you know, when he made this confession, she was crying. She said she was embarrassed, like, the, you know, the chief of staff hugged her and said how sorry she was. So the chief of staff was pissed because she finds out after this, he is still carrying on this affair and he wants her and the others in the in the office to treat this woman with respect and and keep you know showing her kindness and working things out for her with his um with his security detail and so the chief of staff said you know i was pissed i was just pissed off and i let him know it and he got mad and he yelled at me and you know things got really nasty but paxton admitted to the chief of staff well i'm still in love with her so the chief of staff had to say this during the impeachment testimony where his wife is sitting there listening. So this guy is a piece of shit. Um, anyway, Paxton's former top deputy, um, who I've, I've mentioned earlier, he testified also about Paxton's affair. Mateer told the senators that once he learned of Paxton's affair, quote, it answered one of the questions that I kept struggling with is why would General Paxton jeopardize all this great work that we have been doing in the office of attorney general? Then he went on to tell them, quote, it seemed to me that he was under undue influence. At times I thought, is he being blackmailed? Um, Mateer also said that eventually he went to the FBI because, quote, by that time, I concluded that Mr. Paxton was engaged in conduct that was immoral, unethical, and I had good faith belief that it was illegal. Another attorney general whistleblower, a man named Ryan Vassar, he testified about a journalist blacklist that Paxton kept. Vassar said that the reporters on that list were, quote, handled differently than other reporters. 
So not good. And then um, today, actually, the, the testimony continued. The woman with whom Paxton had the affair was supposed to testify. She was there, but apparently she refused to testify or something because his attorney said, yes, she's present, but she's unavailable to testify. So what that means, I don't know. Um, anyway, very, very disgusting situation. And remember Paxton, I've mentioned this before, this is a guy who has been indicted. He has been under indictment for something close to 10 years, close to a decade. And because of his position in the state of Texas, because he is the top dog, the top legal authority, he has managed to skirt those charges. It's, you know, fraud and, and things like that. And he has managed to keep himself out of the courtroom and out of prison because of his position. And nobody has done anything about it. They've just let this fester and let it go on. So he clearly thinks rules don't apply to him. He's above the law. You know, he's above even his marriage vows, I guess. So what a great guy you know this is the guy stumping for trump this is the guy filing lawsuits on behalf of trump trying to help him stay in office and overturn the legitimate election so birds of a feather and all that all right guys i'll let you know when i hear more thank you all so much for watching and listening please like please share please subscribe please become a supporter of the show if you can love you all take care i will talk with you soon